is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Perry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. It's a beautiful day for an off day in Oxnard, California, and this is Talking Cowboys. Happy Friday to all of you. We've got a busy weekend ahead as the Cowboys players will not be on the practice field today, but they will be on Saturday and Sunday, and we look ahead to the blue-white scrimmage on uh, Sunday as well, which you can see right here on DallasCowboys.com and on TXA 21 in Dallas-Fort Worth, and you can be a part of as well. Make sure to make plans if you're in Southern California to be out here on Sunday. It is a 4 o'clock start time. Players hit the field starting at 3.30, and there's fun for the whole family. How are you guys doing this morning? I'll tell you what, Bill, you set the you're perfect. You're perfect the way you set things up. I mean, you just kind of go right into it. That's a professional guy. But, no, doing good. feel like, you know, it's the three days of practice have been pretty good. Off day coming up. You know, players kind of get a chance to, to catch their breath. We need to catch our breath a little bit too. But it is going to be a really exciting weekend with, you know, with the practice leading into the blue-white. Because, like, we, we with the blue-white, you're going to get some actual some tackling and see a lot of these young, young guys uh, get options. And as a former scout, I appreciate that the most when I'm trying to put this team together. Yeah, it's a nice little preview for pre preseason game number one. Yeah, because sure. we'll see we'll be mo- just five days later. Or five four days later, there you go. We'll see some of these young guys, like Brian said, towards the end of practice in a real competitive situation, and then they will probably dominate most of the snaps against the 49ers. Yeah. We had some preseason football last night too. We did yeah, football game. Yeah. Exciting 17-16 win by the Ravens over the Bears. <laughs> RG3 in the house. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, Lamar Jackson, though, doing a little throwing it around. That's right. Yeah. He's had mixed reviews, but it yeah. was the first preseason game. First of five for those two teams. Yeah. And next Thursday, of course, the Cowboys will be up the road in Santa Clara to take on the 49ers. And, uh, again, though, on this blue-white scrimmage, in fact, after today, it's four straight practice days for the Cowboys. Afternoon practices, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and 11 a.m. practice Pacific time on Tuesday. And Brian doesn't like to uh, talk about the weather, but he he did mention it just before we came on the air here that – it's going to be 88 degrees on Monday and that's Tuesday a, that's, here. That's very hot for this yeah, place. You know, it is. But, uh, you know, Jason Garrett, if you were asking him, he would probably get a little smile about that. You know, it's not like it's a devastating weather, but, you know, you can still breathe. But, yeah, that's good. They get a little heat and, uh, you know, it, it, it always helps your team. It helps not, not the excessive heat, but a little heat helps your team kind of get things going. So on the news this morning, I heard that in San Diego – it's Great been city. so warm <laughs> that the Pacific Ocean has reached a record high of 70 degrees at the beach. Is it really? I'm thinking <laughs> high of 70. That's still not going in the water no, at 70 not. degrees. I've seen too many, those, too many of those Shark Week movies. I'm never going in the water. I'm the guy waving on the, hey, good to see you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, and and I, don't, I don't get into the pool like in Texas. Yeah. You know, obviously it gets into the 90s in May in yeah. Texas, but I'm not getting into the pool until my rule is Memorial Day to Labor Day. That's, right. that's, yeah. that's, yeah. There you go. You know, and it's got to be at right. least 78. Yeah. And that's 
pushing it sometimes. We're, we're such wimps. Seriously. <laughs> I talked to my wife the other day. She's like, it really cooled off at home. It's like 98. It's not 100. It's not 100. We're, doing, right. we're doing okay. Can I tell a real quick little story? When All I right, lived, it's uh, not Mickey's Minute. No, no, but I'll try to make Brian's. this quick. When, when, when I lived in Green Bay, when it was zero degrees, you, know, you, you felt zero degrees. So you feel it. But the next day it would be five. You could honestly feel how what the difference between you know five extra degrees, what it felt like to your body. You're like, oh, I feel it. I understand it now. So I mean, <laughs> when you get to a certain point, it can 98 I, is actually pretty cool compared to 100. In it. Can I yep. tell a quick little story? Yeah, it's like here. the Weather Channel. We're One of my best at. friends mm-hmm. in high school. Uh, he is. He and his family moved down from Wisconsin right. to Irving, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they were at a high school football game huh. in early November in Texas, uh-huh. having having lived in Wisconsin oh, yeah. their whole lives. Oh, yeah. And they felt they said that I've, I've never been this cold in Wisconsin. When you get that Texas wind blowing, oh, yeah. and it's thirty degrees, yep. it's it's quite a difference. I can tell you an expensive story. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> my electric bill just showed up. <laughs> oh, oh, I do not want to see that. Nah, oh. The air conditioner never shuts out. I know it. I remember right. when my, my sister asked me. She goes, there we go. Mickey's Does the air Friday. conditioner ever turn off? I go, no. It's got to it's gotta cool off like 30 degrees when it's 110 <laughs> just to get it to 75. Knock on wood, I'm just praying that my air conditioner makes it another That's what couple I'm of months. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's due to be replaced. There you go. Fixed mine weekend before we left. You fixed so. it yourself? Absolutely not. I paid <laughs> 300 bucks or whatever it costs. <laughs> okay, what did you get out of yesterday? Favorite day of practice. That was a good Favorite day so far. Favorite yeah. day of practice. Yeah. I love red zone work. It, you know, we didn't get the, uh, we didn't get the uh, offense and defensive line involved, but I really felt like that when they came out and they had the one-on-one and you have Chase and Garrett there really keeping score, and he's almost like he's – prodding the defense that's 11 to 4 somebody gonna stop the bleeding here you know somebody gonna make a play so you know and you can kind of tell and then it, it, the, the intensity not that the intensity wasn't from the word go but I thought the receivers did a really good job of getting open and then all of a sudden it, it became like you know Chris Richard and them got involved and said okay let's let's start playing some shutdown defense here and they were able to do that I, I liked I love that period because a you compete b both sides really kind of got at each other, and I thought that was really and good work. And see, it is right in front of us. Yeah, yeah that, that is because we, we're standing yeah. in the end zone. We had to back can, up off the line. And Bill's on the not tethered to his camera, and he can right. see everything. Yeah. Well, and, and you can you can hear the coaches. You yeah, can hear yeah. the coaches coaching up the players. Right. So, so at one point, it was eleven to three. Right. The offense. Yeah. And then it got to fourteen to ten to six. Okay. And then he was like, okay, the next play is worth six points. The defense <laughs> won, and all of a sudden it's 14-12. Well, well they, had a, they had a deal, too, where if you remember, they had a string where they went like the offense was just clicking it along. And then they at the end, like Mickey, after the, the six-point play, then it became like they made three or four stops after that that were good, you know, along the sidelines at Jeff Heath play. Somebody was making plays. Uh, to keep them out of the end zone. It was and the money ball. Yeah. When, by, the, when, he upped, when he upped the ante on the points, oh, yeah. that's when the defense made. Because yeah. at one point, it, hit by something. it was <laughs> it was Skylab. It was eight to one at one point, and that's when Garrett <laughs> was <yourself>. really going. <laughs> there may be birds flying over. Oh. I just got hit it's by something. A uh, <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Oh yeah, right. yeah. Don't be distracted. I got a point right, to man. make though. I got a coaching. <laughs> 
Throw the headset off. Can't help. I've got a coaching point to make here. Okay. Whether you're coaching at the professional level, the college level, high school, for you youth sports coaches out there, make it fun for your players. No doubt. The what Jason Garrett was doing there, it was a he makes it a competitive drill. Okay. So when you're coaching girls softball or whatever. Keep score of the drills that you're doing right, like that. Because right. It makes it, it 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 has your players more engaged in the drill. But it, the thing that I got out of that drill from a coaching standpoint as well, it relates to the Cowboys Packers game when Aaron Rodgers threw the fade over Jordan Lewis right to win the game. Right. Okay. I remember Dave Campo texted me at that time, right when that happened, and said. You can't guard the fade like that. The cornerback cannot guard the fade. You can't look back at the quarterback. Right, right. Okay, you remember in that game, they threw a fade that was more of a, a lob to the corner of right. the end zone. Right, first. right. Rodgers did on Jordan Lewis over yes. there. Okay, he saw the technique that Jordan Lewis was using. He looked back over his shoulder right. at the quarterback. And then they came right back. Right. And hit him again. Hit him again. And he, he did, used same the same thing. technique. Chris Richard was coaching his corners over here. Right. Said, you can't look back. You can't look back. you got to guard the hands. Guard right. the hands. Yeah. And uh, I texted Campo uh, last night and said, they're teaching them just like you said. Well, if you notice, the guy that the, the guy that seems to have the ability to really play the ball, whether it's down the field or in the end zone, is Ben Byron Jones. Yeah. And Byron Jones is a – can. Not only can he get his head around quick when he's che- when he's tracking, but to, he has the ability to get back to the hands. And he's he's a if you see his hands, he will swat through your hands every single time to try and and, and, and at least disrupt you. He's going to make you make a contested catch. Either you're going to get it, or he's going to knock that thing over by you and I and standing over in there in the end zone. Cheeto did that too in one-on-ones over there in the corner against right. Mikhail McKay. He was giving yeah. up four inches on the guy right. and was still able to high point the ball last second, make a contest, right. get the ball down. Right. That was impressive. Both those guys are just absolutely flying around out here. My I mean, it, goodness, a, it was a bludgeoning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the bludgeoning. He kept prodding I, the defense. He was. And you know what? And it was going on without Hearns or Thompson on the field, too, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Those guys got themselves a day off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Hearns has got some tight uh, both quads. Of, both yeah. of them are a little yeah. tight. They're a little yeah. tight. So, but yeah, they, it was. And then Which is providing guys. opportunities for the younger guys. To yeah. Lance Lenore. Mm-hmm. Lance, oh yeah. Lance in fact, Lance. the first first guy you mentioned on your notes today yeah, right. is Lance Lenore. So I, I, tell me what you're seeing. I tell you what though, they're 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 they've committed. Lance Lenore was a favorite of Will McClay's when uh, they brought him in last year. He returned punts with really some. You know some poor results, and but they kept him around on the practice squad. He was one of those guys that I was told that was when they practiced reps when the when they were actually getting ready for games. Not only was he a scout team guy, but he was also getting reps with the first team. You know when they wanted to throw a guy in to kind of uh, give somebody a break during practice, he was getting some work. He's been a guy. He's a he's a favorite of the quarterback. He was a guy that was part of the star group that came in every day and was working with uh, Dak Prescott. And went down with Dak to Orlando and, yeah, after exactly, minicamp. Exactly. Yeah. So he's he's tried to his best to – but he's starting to show up. Uh, they're putting him on the outside. They're putting him in the slot. Uh, he came, made a tremendous catch yesterday in the in the, uh, in the the red zone where he was able to uh, – you know, he was going against Anthony Brown, and Brown was all over him, and he, and he just reaches up with his hands. He snatches it. Brown's swiping at the ball. 
he gets the ball down to him, and then he's able to secure it, but he gets both feet in right next to the pylon, you know, and then gets the gets the touchdown. So they're throwing him a lot of opportunities here. We, we've talked about guys that haven't been practicing. You know, if you're able to run, you're able to make plays, uh, they're going to keep you uh, They're going to keep you on that football no, field. Noah Brown better get on the field before he gets back. Lance yeah. Lenore. Lance yeah. Lenore. You, know, and you said he was a favorite of, yeah. of Wills. He was a favorite of Dax. Yeah. I asked Dak about it one right. day in the locker room, and he goes, that's my guy. Yeah. You know what? That's interesting you bring that up. What number does Lance Lenore wear? 14. 14. What number did Miles Austin wear his rookie year? 14. 14. Ooh. What did Tony Romo say about uh, oh. Miles Austin after about a year? Who yeah. Going into training camp, I think the second year, who was the guy? Yeah. That was his guy, Miles yeah. Austin. Right. And College free agent. Right. And on top year. of all the stuff, that the reps he's getting, he's also back there catching punts, too. And hopefully so, better than he did last yeah, time. Yeah, remember well, that time it was the it yeah. was the first get the Hall of Fame game. Well, so, I remember the Hall, but it was also the game we played in in at the Coliseum. Where Brad and I were doing the game, and he was like halfway in the yeah. sun, halfway, and it was he it had was, trouble that year. Didn't oh he? gosh, but, I was like, yeah. and that can get you cut, right? Because yeah. Trey Williams Ask is no Trey longer Williams. on yeah, his yeah, roster yeah. because he struggled returning punts for several days in camp already. You know, the day before he was running a comeback and he slipped and fell. And, and yeah. he's on the ground yeah. prone, and yeah. he catapulted himself forward yeah. like he dove from the ground to he catch was, the ball. He was. He was laying on the ground. Mickey's absolutely right. He's horizontal to the ground, and somehow he manages to pop himself further towards the sidelines and then reach back to get the football. You, you continue to make plays like that. A couple, of, couple of other notes on Lance Lenore out of Western Illinois, the Leathernecks. Career records there, 273 catches mm -hmm. for nearly 3,800 yards. He was a high school teammate of Laquan, Laquan Treadwell in, in Illinois, In the too. south suburbs of Chicago, That's by exactly the way. That's exactly right. Is Crete, it, Illinois. Crete, Crete, Crete Illinois. Deep dish, deep dish pizza down that area? Uh, Crete, you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> it was the next suburb south of where I grew up. And, I, by the way, they were 2012 state champions. Yeah. yeah. See, I've done my some of my prep work. Crete Moni. Games. All that being said. Bill's ready for him to have a big game. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be I'll be wet blanket man over here. I'm looking at the numbers. Yeah, I know. It's, it's going to be tough. That's the deal. He's gonna uh, have to. He's gonna have to really show out and prove. Who does he have to beat then? Okay, just in, in, okay, well, he, seven or eight practices. He needs. In. Who's he, he gonna need, have to beat then? He needs him to keep seven. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Too. I'm. I'm looking. I'm counting six right now that like Unless I feel good injuries, about. What you don't want. But how many yeah. you dress for a game? Five. Just five for a game? Probably. Or so if, he, if he's your punt returner, maybe he can dress for the game. But remember, they they. They they brought him up at the end of the season last year sure. to, to make sure they had the rights to him. Sure. Who, what about punt return? Well, if he's dressing, if he's your guy, I mean that's why. Tavon's your punt return. Yeah. Right. He was he was working yesterday with yeah. the ones. I mean, well, yeah. well, well Williams, Beasley, Williams. Beasley, they yeah. gave uh, Beasley a, a little time away from the punt returns. He kind of, I thought he did his hamstring, and when I asked him after practice, he goes, "I got need on the side of my muscle in yeah. my quad." Don't you th don't you need Tavon to be your punt returner? Yes, yes. I mean, you and, trade and with the new kickoff rules, we'll yeah. see how in the preseason that'll be interesting to see how it manifests, the new rules. The, the, only, the only reason you wouldn't do it is if you're worried about him getting hurt. But you, know, but you traded for him because he can do so many different except things. Except when the ball's being punted inside the red zone, then you want Beasley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. right. Yeah. That's right. I wonder if they'll go back to that. I think so. You think Keith O'Quinn yeah. will carry on that tradition? Okay. I think he, he pointed that out to me, by the mm -hmm. way, without even asking. Hey, can I ask you a question? Uh, about? And you were talking about Noah Brown and, and – 
you made an excellent point yesterday, and I want to give you credit for that. But you were talking about the linebackers. The, this team now has – and I, it went over my head there, and I apologize. But, it, but I went back and thought about it, watching the show and stuff. You said that with the more linebackers that they might not be able to keep Noah Brown. Is that kind of is that kind not of not keep him just because he can play special, special teams? teams. He's going to ha- yeah, you know he's going to have to make it as a yeah he's going to have to make it as a wide receiver. There you go. See, I, about, I missed that. that think that's about a good the point. Wide, that's a think good about point. the linebackers they have now that can play special teams. Right. You know, before it was basically Wilbur and, yeah. and Damian Wilson. Right. Now you you got Van Der Esch, Mar- uh, March Lillard, March Lillard, Thomas, Thomas. Yeah. Why was he, why was he drafted? Maybe if he makes why was Noah Brown drafted? In the seventh round. Seventh round? Why was he drafted? Size. Probably the because traits. Yeah. He was drafted to be a wide receiver. Right. Yes. Not to be a special team. That guy. OU game? Well, yeah. <laughs> no. But it, but, but one of the main reasons he was he was drafted was how young he was and how he, he was got, raw. There's no question. He yeah. was an Ohio State guy yeah. who's 20 years old coming out, and you want him to develop into something. And but you're right. He's got to get out here and, and this preseason and show something because of the numbers at the wide receiver position. Yeah, I, I, I'll be. But which, he, can, which, he can have a leg up on everybody else because of his special team. Which ability. six did you count, Rob? Well, if you're counting Tavon as a receiver, and I, I still am, haven't, yeah, 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 and you I, have to, I, I have, have not played s- running back. I have not seen him in the backfield yet. No. And he said yesterday after practice that uh, I haven't been in the backfield yet, but he's ready and willing. He's ready, whenever yeah. he maybe they're not showing that. it. Maybe they don't yeah, want yeah, us yeah. to watch that yeah. yet. <laughs> I've got Tavon, Beasley, Gallup, Thompson, who by let's not Ooh. forget that Sanjay coached him yeah, and, and has holds him in high regard. Yeah. Uh Hearns. And I got Terrence Williams. Mm. That's six right See, there. See, this is where it's gonna be interesting. If they and, and Mickey, don't don't kill me because of the money. I understand. It, he, he's making money. I, I understand. No, it's just guaranteed. Yeah, but I'm saying, do they swallow that then? To keep a player that might be better than Terrence Woods. Salary cap wise, they've got room to swallow. That was a question for our uh, Alexa app, Brian, the other day. Yeah. If it comes down to a young guy with potential, right. and Terrence is in the last year of his deal. Right. Is that a consideration for them? See, that's I don't know. What, that, that's what I that's what I'm thinking. Would they would they would they would they sacrifice the space to keep a Lance Lenore, keep a Thompson, keep a Noah Brown? Is he in the last year of his deal? No, I think no, he's, he's got, got two, two more okay, left. But it's the last yeah. year of the guarantee. But, coach, that's, maybe that's but what coaches, and again, this is a new coach, but coaches traditionally keep guys or like to have guys that they have familiarity with. Now he's got a new coach he's playing for. You know, does, does this, do these rules apply to him where – I'm making you think Sanjay, about it. Sanjay was very – uh, non-committal, de- no defensive <laughs> oh. of Terrence Williams yesterday because somebody suggested that. Uh, well, have you had an effect on him? Because I, I I see him uh, catching the ball with his hands. Yeah. And he looked at him and he goes, "Well, I I maybe I'm not watching as much as you guys do." He goes, "But I I, I asked him a question about he's got the reputation of being a body yeah, catcher." Yeah, and he said, and, and he goes, "I haven't seen him. He's been catching the ball with his hands." He goes, "You know, yeah. and sometimes you got to catch the that's ball right, with your that's body." Right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Cole Beasley exactly along the sideline. Michael Irvin will tell you that. I mean, there was a lot of times. Yeah, you, you got to protect it. You got to routes. Yeah, that slant. You, yeah. Uh-huh. So he he's he's pretty sharp, dude. Yeah. Just but like, I will say this. Yes. Did you watch him after practice yesterday over here? 
Sanjay yes. and Terrence Williams. A good they were, they 20 were, minutes. They were working specifically, and that's the reason I asked Catching him. Catching the ball out yeah. front. That's, that's why I asked him Did the question. Things? They Did were They were specifically working in practice on catching the ball on an out route with uh, hands. with the hands. Yeah. You know. Yep. See, but, okay, we did good describing what he's doing now better, but is that going to be good enough to make this football team? Would they consider – we're just crystal balling here. We're not – I'm not mm-hmm. not saying this is going to happen. But I wonder if they do have if, – if, if Thompson, if Noah Brown coming back, if Lance Lenore, and say that Williams doesn't pick things up. Not, not that he is. I think he's doing you know some what? really good he's things. He's already looked pretty good. He has, he has looked has pretty good. But, okay, but if it comes down to one of those guys, who do you take? Mm. Yeah, because I left off Noah Brown in this list. Yeah. That he'd be mm-hmm. seven, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe they Lenore keep eight. Seven. No keep. Lance Lenore that gets <laughs> keep us to eight. eight. All See, right. that, that's the t- you guys are not going to answer that question. <laughs> that's because we're up against a break right okay. now. All right. <laughs> and Chris in Indiana will be up when we go to the phone calls, 972-497-4400. When talking count, no, Chris in Indiana won't be. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yesterday's note. Hi, Chris in Indiana. <laughs> talking count. I was just going to say, I think Chris is back. <laughs> it can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. Dual aperture supports F1.5 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice-cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one-of-a-kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. (laughs) So stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Talking Cowboys continues now as we can get Mickey's attention back here, and he get, puts his headset back. Well, I had one more question. <laughs> Brian was bad, too. <laughs> I'll hold. And 972-497-4400, the number to call. And so give us a call and join the uh, show here on Talking Cowboys. I've got a all right, this, this day in Cowboys training camp history. What happened? Mickey, you can't answer this because we had this conversation yesterday. <laughs> I'm just smiling. Two years ago today, August 3rd, 2016. 
Kellen Moore got hurt. Kellen Moore broke his ankle. Mm. We had our Dak for bonus call. points. Who stepped on his ankle? What guard? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, is he still on the team? No, I don't. I, I'm, I'm just guessing. I think it was probably Clay DeBorg. May I, I think it was him. I think it was him. I think it was Clay DeBorg and stepped on his ankle. He I changed the course of quarterback history. He, indeed, he did. Cowboys. Of course, uh, that happened. And at the time, Dak was battling Jameel Showers for the third-string quarterback job. Yeah. And uh, Kellen Moore was the backup. And then three weeks later, of course, Tony Romo breaks his back, and the rest is Dak Prescott history. We talked to Kellen about this few days ago and he said well we got Dak Prescott out of the mix so something good happened <laughs> I mean my in, in led to the end of my career ultimately right. but so here's the question I posed to Dak Prescott yesterday mm. uh, when we did the Dak car wash when is your interview on with him it we aired a little bit of it last oh, night yeah. but uh, the, the entire up, huh? dandy gonna break this thing up huh? yes, <laughs> the entire conversation will be Sunday night on CBS 11 we'll post it as well I'll retweet it at CBS 11 Bill Jones anyway all right, so here's my question, and you can chime in on this. All right, setting that stage there. Kellen Moore goes down. Tony Romo goes down. All right, what was the most likely thing to happen two years later? That Kellen Moore would be Dak Prescott's quarterback coach? <laughs> that Tony Romo would be the lead analyst on CBS? Or that Jason Witten would be the lead analyst on Monday Night Football? Most likely or least likely? Most likely thing that you would have predicted at that time uh kellen moore is the quarterbacks coach that was what i said too. yeah I, because I, he was headed and i talked to him about this he was always headed down mm -hmm. this path yes family uh of coaches and he, he told me that you know what happened to him it was right over there a couple years ago just kind of accelerated the path because he kind of became a coach player coach that year anyway for him that. and mark sanchez great yeah. help so yeah, you're yeah. all in agreement that kellen moore Dak's answer was Romo and Witten. Uh, he really? decide between the two because they're always going to be successful at whatever they do, uh, basically is what I, he's you know saying. What? Yeah, but that it's was just, assuming they were done with football. Uh, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I would well, Rank them. Rank how you think. Okay, well, rank yeah. one to three. One being the most likely, three being the least likely. Kellen, Romo, and then Witten yeah. least likely because I thought Witten would play till I thought Witten would play two or three more years. I thought it would be the other way. You thought – Witten, on the Witten, broadcast, really? Witten. On Monday Night Football? Witten, no, that he would have. No, the, no. That he would be retired before. Rome. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. See, that's that's where I think Monday Night Football is such an iconic brand. Jason Witten is the last guy that I thought would be on Monday Night Football as an analyst. The last guy. Even Why? on April 15th. Yes. Because, <laughs> because you thought he'd still be playing or you didn't think he would go into TV? No, I, I just didn't think he would go into TV. Mm, right. I didn't think Jason Witten would go. I thought Jason Witten's path was going to be into coaching. And, and he still may be in Tennessee. And then the next thing you know, he's coaching Memphis. And then he's coaching, you know, he's coaching Vanderbilt. Or he's coaching, you know, I, I, uh, that's, I think that's kind of where I thought he would go. Uh, here's, where I, here's where I think Witten's career is going right now. It's... He's Monday Night Football booth, and whenever that Tennessee head coaching job opens, mm, then yeah, that's where he's headed. He's 36. Yeah. Has a lot of life left to live, you know, yeah. God willing. He can do a lot you of different things You mean guys have come out of the broadcast booth and become head coaches? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the, guy, the Tennessee yeah. Titans job might come open if something happens at Ohio State. Yeah. And <laughs> with Brave, with Brable, uh, Brable going uh, on the, back to his alma mater. And little did you know. Yeah, but Witten's not getting that job. But he oh, why not? Let's try for it. The volunteer <laughs> yeah. job. <laughs> Little did you know about uh, Kellen Moore's uh, family of coaches. Yeah. His grandfather.
coached basketball at my high school. Yeah, well, little did we know that, Mickey. See there? <laughs> I, rank, I rank it now. I rank it now. Kellen Moore and Mickey's high school coach is uh, four. Yeah. Not my coach. He coached there. Oh, okay. You didn't play basketball in high school, Mickey? Junior high. Yeah. 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 You know that Tavon Austin played basketball in high school. He revealed Bill that yesterday. Is, Bill, don't use all your material yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, that's just <laughs> – Tavon brought it up yesterday because yeah. we were talking about the wide receivers carrying the, the bricks. bricks. I just wrote that down to remind me that I had that quote. And he, he actually used – they used that same drill in basketball in high school at Tavon's wow. high school. And he said, I didn't shoot no bricks in yeah. high school. Uh-huh. So I, I picked that thing up. Yeah, right. that's what I was going to ask. Because he picked up the bricks. It weighs 25 pounds. It's 25 pounds, yeah. but it's painted. So it's kind of slick. So I was holding it, and it just slid right. It wasn't because. Hand size didn't have a problem? Well, here. no, it did. <laughs> strength, strength. But the paint just it slipped right out of my hand. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> Because there's no broadcaster, professional <laughs> wide receiver. Somebody didn't make it, but ten yards. Who, 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 dropped who out missed out? I, I, I didn't see that. Did someone? Did we have troubles? Did we well, someone? they're trying. They're trying to build up to it. Oh, they, Sanjay, walk, walk, well, walk, walk, walk. Sanjay wants them to go the width, the width the, and back. The end zone. Oh and gosh! Early in camp, it's like they've only been going water without your breath. Seriously, only I think Noah Brown won. Early yeah, in camp, that's what he said. <laughs> yeah. Early on, it's just been one. One trip down, and they've kind of gotten better at it. Mm-hmm. Tavon, yeah. Tavon said he only made it like halfway across. Yeah. You can't, yeah. you can't, there's no grip. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like it's a rough surface that you can kind of dig mm-hmm. your yeah. fingers into. It just slipped right out of my hand. Oh, I wonder why you're not out there. I mean, we're number I'll, 80. I'll so. go. I'll go. Next time. Professional. God, we ought, please we ought, do we it. We ought to do a Talking Cowboys version of <laughs> See, Carrie the Brick. They're, they're in that tent. We yeah. go do it. I got two numb fingers right now thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, good. see, already excuses. I'll, yeah. I'll try. <laughs> I'll give it a go. And by the way, every time I talk with Dak, I just come away more and more impressed yeah. with him. You know, I talked about it yesterday. He's just a stud. So, Is he feeling pressure, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> I did bring that up to him, and he had a, a likely answer. Yeah. But uh, you know, he just exudes confidence. Yeah. I mean, you want a guy like no, him you're absolutely to right be the yeah. leader of your team. And, yeah. and going back to our conversation yeah. from whenever it was yesterday or the day before about that pressure yeah. of the contract and all that yeah. stuff, he's got so much confidence about yeah, him. He doesn't even think about that. That's thing. why I said yesterday, like when he says that stuff, I actually believe it. If he says, if he told you that, there's no pressure. Most guys say that, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah, yeah sure, Thank there's you. pressure. Thank you very much, yeah. yeah. Thank you for the interview. Yeah, okay, <laughs> thanks. But, I, well, I'm not going to get in this discussion with you again today. But everybody out there has got you're, pressure. You're looking at him, but right? It's, it's not how, me? It's how, it's, I think he probably views it more as opportunity. It's yeah, semantics. good for him. It's, it's how you yeah, view it. Yeah, yeah. Oppor- opportunity. Motivation. Motivation, opportunity, good words. Okay, so the backup quarterback situation. Mm. Okay, what do you see in there? Mm. I hope we got a couple of gamers. Because it's kind of been a little hit and miss, to be honest with you. Yeah. Mike White, I've got two size 14 Nikes right up on the top of this table for Mike White. And uh, it's been it's been a little bit of a struggle for him, to be honest with you, from what my evaluation is. I think he's holding the ball a little bit too long right now in some of his throws. I think he's some of his indecision as far as where he wants to go with the football has been a little bit of a rough. And, again, he's a rookie guy. Uh, Cooper Rush, he, he hasn't been perfect either. I think some of the stuff down the field that he's tried to throw has been a little off. 
He's but, made some throws, and then times he'll make a throw, and, and you're, you're where is he going? Where is he that, going? Yeah, you know? it ends up in a spot of the field. Yeah, I'm, I'm just very hopeful that we have these four preseason games that they get protection, they continue to get good wide receiver play, and that both Scarborough and Jackson and those guys can tote the mail to keep defenses off them a little bit, so they can make some play action throws and and and, and complete some passes and get a little bit more confidence about what they're doing. So what about that guy, Jackson? Or, yeah, Darius Jackson. Darius Jackson. He's he's had yeah. some nice he's runs some out runs. there. Yeah, he has. Both Scarborough's had some good runs and too. And Scarborough has yeah. too. Yeah, they're I'm gonna hoping. Have, they're gonna have a tough time. On I'm that hopeful. So, yeah, uh, I'm hopeful about that. I really am. So was a Trey Williams release solely because of the his think, inability to? I think Mickey's got the plan. Field the punt. Or I think Mickey's got. Do they plan. want to and, and, actually? And see. I think after they saw Jackson, yeah, right, they didn't. Yeah, I mean, because you know, and I got reminded. I forgot. He's not even a year removed from his ACL. ACL injury, right. So, Oh, yeah. You know, the, yeah. the thing the Cowboys, you got to remember about Jackson. And they that, liked him. Remember, yeah. they didn't want to lose him. Yeah, he, he, was on the, he was on the inactive list for 12 games, and then they had to make a move. And I think the move was to get Randy Gregory on the roster. Darren McFadden. It was McFadden. Okay, yeah. I knew it was – who was – somebody that they had to release that uh, – never mind. But, it, but uh, yeah. And I, they I, thought they were going to sign him back to the Cleveland, practice Yeah, Cleveland, and Cleveland would be – Cleveland, and Cleveland doing him. Cleveland doing a good thing, you know. I mean, if you're looking at personnel, you know, and you're a bad team, trying to add guys. And it, it didn't work out for him in Cleveland. Like and, then probably, it, and then he tore his ACL right, right away. Right. And the thing I'll say about the backup quarterbacks that Brian said, gamers, I'm – I'm willing to reserve judgment till we see sure. games because I'm just Cooper, looking at what. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, you're just right. Over, just what you just you know we're out here watching practice, and when and when they when things are good, you say they're good, and when things are not so good, you say they're not so good. Well, well, no, you're absolutely about Dak. Same thing. Yeah, right? no, oh, no, no, that's that's no. that's fair. No, Brian, you're dead on. Yeah, I, I just remember Cooper Rush last year. I don't think he showed a ton in practice, and mm-hmm. then he got to the Hall of Fame game, and not only did he make plays, Wait, he, you're yeah, talking about 16 protection. 20 or something like that, some crazy thing. The pre- protection wasn't great either no. in that game. So no. we'll see. I'm but, hopeful. But, but, yeah, Mike White does a, a lot of the time look like a rookie quarterback. He sure does. processing things. Yeah, and, I, thought yeah. It'd be, I thought it would be a little bit of a smoother transition for him. Funny but, he is a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Just the seven or eight practices, please. You know, bear with me here. I'm just evaluation. Yep, that's yep. all. It's all right now. Still maybe still early. Yep, that's right. Yep. yep. How yep. many people, like you said, wanted Jamil Showers to? Scouts thought when the scouts thought that they had Dak Prescott when Jamil Showers. That's what they thought. The scouts will admit that they thought, know, they thought they thought they thought Dak Prescott. They they when Scott Linehan and the coaching staff were the ones that really pushed. Wade Wilson really pushed for Dak Prescott. And the scouts' argument was, well, wait, don't we have Dak Prescott and Jamil Showers? And they went back and forth, back and forth, and then the coaching staff won that won that discussion, and it worked out for them very well. Don't worry about it. It was a Thank beat. Goodness. Oh, yeah. no, no, no worries. You know, <laughs> it, it, but, yeah, no problem. Your, your EpiPen. <laughs> but right think there. about it. As we, we talk about two years ago today, at that point, August 3rd, 2016, Dak Prescott had not separated himself not from Jamil Showers, much all. less. But Jamil Showers not wasn't until, great, yeah. And not until they go to the Coliseum. The Ram game. Right? And, the and the Rams we're, all, game. we're all sitting in that open-air press box going, where's this guy been? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you start remembering the things that Dan Mullen and those folks at Mississippi State said, hey, you're going to be gra- glad you drafted this guy. He's, he's a, he's a big-time player. He went, he's a winner. All these things started going through your head. I'm like going, man, Dan Mullen was right about this guy. Kind of, and the Houston people were saying the same thing last year about uh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? yeah. And, and what his college, co- his college coach was basically comparing him to the greats that played the game, sure. you know, even at the NFL level. Sure. And we saw it in the 
glimpse that we got of him last year. Yeah, I think so. Showers can still play quarterback. Maybe that's the Aggie that's in me. <laughs> and I don't, you know, if he doesn't, if this doesn't work out here, I don't know. I don't know if he could go get another shot. Made somewhere a couple else, nice plays yesterday. Yeah, showed up. He playing did. safety. Yeah, playing, playing safety. Sa and, but see where he was. Where was he making plays? The field was smaller. And his reaction. See, we always see him his reaction. He knows where he needs to go. It's just getting there in a timely manner. And it sometimes it happens to Xavier Woods as well. But you, you when you when you shrink the field a little bit, the reaction time is oh, if you just react the right way, you can make something. He did he did a couple nice things yesterday. Showers did. I was impressed by him. He's got a different body now than what he had two years yeah, ago too. Sure does. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right, uh, give us a call at 972-497-4400. And, again, a reminder about the blue-white scrimmage. If you're in the Southern California area here in Oxnard, just up the Ventura Highway uh, from L.A., it uh, will get started at 4 o'clock Pacific time with appearances and autographs from Rowdy, the official mascot of the Dallas Cowboys, who I did yoga with last night, by the way. <laughs> Uh, the youth How'd combine. Oh, hold on a second. Let me oh, let me gosh, get the other details. Funny. Youth combine <laughs> for ages six through sixteen. <laughs> skills and drills with coaching from former NFL players and authentic and limited edition Dallas Cowboys merchandise for the whole family. That's coming up on Sunday. All right, professional TV man, radio man. All right. That was a tease. Go for it. <laughs> Just go for it. Okay, so we are finally put our little yoga story together. When oh, I'm yes. so excited about this. <laughs> yes. When is this going to air, Bill? <laughs> it's tonight on oh. CBS 11 in oh, Dallas. Oh, I'm not at home. And we'll make sure we tweet that out, too, at CBS 11, Bill Jones. And... Uh, <laughs> So it goes back to Saturday when we got our first glimpse of yoga and then Jason Garrett called me out at the press conference yeah. and being the local TV station. You're looking good, though, Anytime Bill. the coach mentions your guy's name, you gotta, you got to try. you got to air that every sportscast from now on. <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway, and Stacy Hickman, the yoga instructor, uh, is not talking. We, we were waiting to see if we could get an interview with her. Mm -hmm. Well, she's off limits. Yeah. And in fact, yesterday... We wanted to get some more video of the yoga, and that was off limits, mm -hmm. too. So they've put the kibosh on yeah. yoga, but yeah. we are going to persevere, fight through it. So anyway, last night, after I did my live shot out here, we had to have a closing stand-up with me doing yoga. Mm -hmm. and so, oh, I'm hitting record at home. Come <laughs> Katie, when we're right done. Right now, where's my phone? Yeah. Katie, Rowdy. listen here. Rowdy, I'm going to ask you to record it. Yep. Rowdy just happened to be out here on the field uh -huh. because a competing sportscaster was celebrating his 70th birthday. That uh -huh. would be Dale Hanson. Yeah, he yeah. was there presenting a birthday. Camp. Rowdy with a fire extinguisher. Is that what it was? Yes. Is that what it was? Yeah, I didn't watch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. So, so anyway... We grabbed Rowdy, and so I got in a little, and Rowdy did too, in a little yoga pose. Oh, and let me tell you, that yoga's tough. Yeah. All I did, I wasn't really doing did yoga, do but the I was seat, just, the seat I, I was just sitting down with my legs crossed, uh, and the, did you feel old? Yeah, yes, very. <laughs> my hips. I mean, I haven't used those muscles in forever. What do you mean, course, sitting down with your legs like crossed? Indian like style. Indian style. Yeah. Like, you know, well, that's not politically correct. I know, oh. Mickey had to bring that up. As soon as it left my mouth, I knew. I, couldn't I, I said it too. I yeah. couldn't resist. <laughs> Folks, I said it it's too. like, the, you know, Native American style. Did they, yeah, have, yeah. Uh, did they have to untwist you at the at the end? I didn't, I didn't like put my foot untwist. up here and my other foot over. It was just, yeah. oh. he's not doing the splits. Like you would sit at a picnic sit. or something. Sit on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Team picture. Team picture. 
Spencer, you're sitting on the ground. I think we should do that. See, my problem, my issue, one, one of many, <laughs> is that I got torn, I've got torn meniscus in my left knee. <laughs> and so it was painful <laughs> for me to sit in that See, posture that's what you guys get for having but long I, legs. What I didn't realize is how painful it would be on my hips yeah. as well. So, anyway, hmm. yeah. I've, Keep working out, Bill. You're doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you'll do for a good story, right? That's exactly yeah. right. Yoga. So I sat there with her eyes closed and hands out. What Did you a, breathe? What a peaceful evening we are having here in Oxnard, California Actually, with the are, Cowboys. When you guys are doing your stand-ups and stuff, it is pretty pretty nice, the weather. I mean, it's no now sun. It is. It's just yeah. like you we got don't cool. have to, we're not sweating not or anything. Not sweating or anything yep. at all. Yep. All right, we continue with Talking Cowboys. Get to your phone calls when we come back. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.comslash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. The dual aperture supports F15 mode and F24 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Back to Talking Cowboys. Talking Cowboys continues here from Oxnard, California on a Friday morning. We get you set for a big weekend here. Players day off today. And uh, got a practice on Saturday, a blue-white scrimmage on Sunday right here on DallasCowboys.com and TXA21 in Dallas-Fort Worth. And you can be a part of it. I want to also point out free admission to every practice out here. So it's a great opportunity to get up close and personal with your favorite team. Let's go to the phone line. And Nate in Georgia, you're up on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Nate. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, really enjoy the show. It sounds like you guys are having a really good day today. Thank you. Um, but I uh, also wanted to mention I really love the banter between uh, Brian and Mickey. It's just it's <laughs> awesome. So please continue that. Appreciate that, too. A <laughs> um, couple questions. Uh, first off, currently with the way the uh, the defense is, is made up, um, you know, not, nothing against the defensive tackles or the safeties. But sure. if there needs to be an upgrade, um, you know, 
specifically with that uh, that safety up in the Pacific Northwest, what would be what would make the defense better right now if they were to upgrade the safety position or the defensive tackle position? So that's the first question. And the second question, um, I haven't heard much about Joel Lanning. Uh, does he have a shot at making this team as a linebacker? Um, just wanted to ask that. Thank you very much. I'll sit back and listen. Thanks. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Nate. Lanning, uh, I think his best bet is practice squad. Hopeful for him. Yeah. I think he does. He's such a good athlete. You right. could put the guy in the practice squad and he could do – I mean, the guy played he can quarterback, do quarterback right? stuff. Yeah. Even I yeah. mean, he plays running back. He's the, uh, you know, and to keep in mind with Lanning too. I mean, he converted to linebacker his last year at Iowa State. He's right. A so, right. Right. Yeah, he was yeah. a quarterback, and he played some quarterback even when he was playing linebacker he, at an all-conference level and a great conference, the Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah and he did it against Oklahoma yeah. too. And that's that right. Big, they beat Oklahoma. That big tough defense yeah, that, that they team have. have made it to the college football playoff <laughs> for the second time in three years. You know something? Something about Lanning though. He he might be your new version of Jamil Showers. Yeah, you know the guy that can do a right. lot of different. But he's what well, I was going to say. Yeah, he's yeah, perfect for the yeah, practice yeah, squad. Yeah, he, he sure yeah. is. And you know it's and we've got we've got a blue white blue white scrimmage. We've got preseason games. I guarantee it. The last you know the great thing about it is we don't have a cut until September first. So he's going to get four shots in the preseason games. You know I mean he, so maybe he could find a way to uh, solidify a position on the practice squad. You know you're always competing. You're always competing if you're a guy, you're competing for practice squad spots as well. So hopefully he can. And, you know, maybe that, uh, but if he shows up well enough, we'll see. I think this linebacker crew with who they've got there now will be tough for him to make. But uh, but practice squad is surely not out of the question. So if you were going to add a five-time pro bowler to this defense, would you rather do it at defensive tackle or safety? I said this the other day. I would rather do it at defensive tackle right now. Yeah. I, I think I would, too, and that's because I know you've talked about Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. He's still learning. He's mm-hmm. still learning how to recognize things, mm-hmm. but I kind of like what I've seen from him. Sure. I think no he's problem. got a lot of potential. Now, yep. is he going to be an all-pro player? I don't know, but you know, he's a six-round draft pick. Sure. But I think he's got a chance to be a pretty good starter for this team. If they stay status quo, see, I got to know who the five-time Pro Bowler is. That's what's yeah. I mean, that's my I got to yeah. know the defensive tackle. We already know it. Okay, it's Earl Thomas is the one in question yeah. at the other position. And I'll just go and trade for Aaron Donald since they don't want to pay right. him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a thought. Uh, now if it's Aaron Donald, yeah, yeah. you're all in, everybody's all yeah. in. Yeah, uh, I yeah, I just feel like that if you were going for the defensive tackle, you would probably go younger, longer term. If you were going to make that trade, yeah. If you're going for the safety, you're probably looking at a two to three year deal for that one. So, so that, what would who uh, like would would Sue be the equivalent at, at this stage in his career, or the equivalent of what Thomas is? So I mean, if you're I, you're I, putting a, a yeah. person with that, I, I if profile. you gave me if you, if you now now if you gave me a choice between those two, Sue and Thomas, I would take Thomas. See, that, that's what that, this kind of at this point in time in my career. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I but. It, okay, say all right, say this. All right, how about this? Say that the say the Rams want to give up on a guy like Brockers, Michael oh, Michael Brockers. Yeah, you know, from LSU. Cowboys liked him yeah, too. Yeah, he was, he was yeah. he was he was part of with the uh, the Claiborne. That's they, a they, that's a great example. They, they took they if took, stayed in that spot. They, they stayed in that spot. Yeah. That's where the yeah. Rams. That's who the Rams took. Yep. Okay. Would you take Michael Brockers for say? That's a good example. A, a third round pick. Yeah, absolutely. See. Rather than Earl Thomas. Yeah. Just from a number standpoint, by the way, I don't know if we touched on this. Kayvon Frazier is back at safety. Yeah. And at least, you know, he's a he's a rotation guy. I think maybe he's 
trying to compete for a starting job. Um, so he's back in the mix at least. Yeah. And by the way, it sounded like it's more diet than medication to to treat whatever you know oh, came up blood, on the blood, blood disorder. That's what yeah, he said that's when what I was he in said. It. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. But Good. anyway, that's from a Vegetables. number standpoint. They're a little bit better. It's got to be iron. ice in his veins. Ooh. You know, that's what he said. He actually did say that. Yeah, yes, he, he did. That. Yeah. So, and I think what everybody needs to remember about the Earl Thomas thing, it's, it's, it's not only about the draft pick. He wants a lot of money. Yeah. And I saw what he wrote on it, it's the Players, Players Tribune. Tribune yeah. and, and that sounded all fine and good, but he didn't mention in there that he wants to be the highest paid safety in the game. The other thing I think players like him, when they sign a contract, you got to start putting in that before your last year of the contract, you better put a clause in there that if I'm on the roster on March 1st, I get this amount of my base salary because that's why they get into these situations. And I understood his argument about I've been here, I've done all this for the team, da-da-da. Well, you get to that point, you better have that clause in the contract because then you get older and they say, ah, I don't know if I can afford that now. So that clause needs to be in that contract when you're entering your last year. If just, I'm an agent. Yeah, I just I feel like with with him, you know, the money I don't I'm not so much worried about the money and I'm not worried about the pick. I'm just I'm trying to figure out ways right now. Uh, and maybe it's a situation where if he goes to the right situation, maybe maybe we're misevaluating how much money he really wants. Okay, you said he wants to be the highest paid Safety at Seattle, I think he wants to be the highest paid safety. No, no he, I'm no, sure he is already. Yeah, no, no, uh, I think Bear, Eric Berry. Well, I mean, no, that's he's hit Seattle. He wants to be the highest paid safety in the league. Yes, in the league, yeah. if you get him in a situation where he ends up in Oakland or Dallas or one of those places where it gets him out of there and it turns into a three year deal, it's all guaranteed. I, I use the model for what they did for the quarterback in Minnesota. You guarantee the contract and then, you know, and once it's over, it's over. So, 3 years, 30 million guaranteed? I you you're probably going to have to go a little stronger than that, but but yeah, you're But then to, you're getting to what he wants. Yeah, but he's already a he's already a 10-11 million dollar player right now. If you guaranteed him 2 more million dollars a year, say 6 more million dollars for 3 years and then turn around it, but he's at a place that he wants to be. Uh, maybe you get that deal done. But his cap charge is ten and a half million. Yeah, I just you do have to pay great players. Though. I think. I, I, mean, oh, I understand. You, you I think, I but think, I, also, I think in Seattle he wants to be paid at Seattle. But it, but if he goes to the right situation, and I could be totally wrong about this, Mickey. I could be totally wrong. But I think if you guaranteed the contract and you found a way to, and he gets to a place where he wants to be. I think you could get this deal done. See, I think if you give him a lot of money the first year, yeah, then he he's probably looking at it and going, okay, I've got my money, yeah. and then there's two more years on my contract, right? And then but I'm, I've got my money but, up front. But I'm back in Texas. I'm near everything I love. You know, those are the kinds of that, would, sometimes uh, that makes a difference. Would Seattle be interested in uh, one of the Cowboys' wide receivers? See, Seattle to me, I don't know if it's so much the wide receivers who just got hurt. Doug Baldwin's been hurt. Right. Yeah, and he's they, been banged. And Brandon Marshall is yeah. listed as a starter right, right. now for them. And yeah, we, saw, we he, saw he was basically done, done yeah. last year with the. I think that I think that John. I think that he could probably. You, if you offered, you said, okay, look at our wide receivers and determine which one you would like. I, that's when you usually make a trade, and someone's saying, 
hey, we've got a surplus at we've got a surplus at this position. Okay, look at look at our position. Look at that position because okay, let me say this. Is there anybody on that list of wide receivers that you wouldn't trade for, for the Cowboys? For the Cowboys, you wouldn't trade to get a shot to draft uh to get uh, not draft to to sign a uh, so to sign I'm him. not I'm not trading Cedric Wilson. I mean, uh, sorry, uh, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup. Yeah. Yeah. I Is he the only one? Is he the only one? I think for the for what you're how you're constructed this well, year, they, I they wouldn't want to part with Cole Beasley for and what they he don't, can mean. They don't to want team. Cole Beasley because yeah. they've got Tyler yeah. Lockett. Sure. Yeah. And you know, and and I think you need Hearns. Yeah. Okay. You so we got two. Everybody else is okay. So everybody else, we say, and and then the, the other thing you've got to consider. If if I had an excess play, player at a position mm-hmm. that I could trade, I wouldn't feel as bad about trading for his contract on a one-year deal if right. he doesn't want to renegotiate. Because I because the guy I'm trading, I was probably going to cut. Would right? You, would you trade them? Would you trade them, Jordan Lewis or Anthony Brown? Didn't we discuss this yesterday? Oh, Mickey kind of made a face like, hmm. There it is. <laughs> There's the face. Uh, I think about it. Yeah. Okay. If you're gonna, would you you would trade one of those guys for a one year deal, right? Would you trade him? Would you trade? All right. What? what you're, you're taking on his contract, but you're giving up. What a draft play. pick are you giving up? In you, addition, you probably have to. If you did it with a player, you probably realistically can look at a third. Yeah. But see, I, I so think I think a second so it's round. A, I, it's a second. I think a second gets it done. Clear. I think a second right. gets it done. Clear. Otherwise, but, but, but it's I'm a third to, and a player. What happens well, I, yeah. with the contract? Right. Though. Well, we're taking on his. I'm not trading for a one-year contract with draft choices. Okay, would, would you would do it for a player though? But I do it for a player. Okay, if you said, okay, we will give you, we'll take the contract, we'll give you Anthony Brown or Jordan Lewis. What about Jamil Showers? <laughs> no. <laughs> Your guy's a little smarter than that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. He's not a dummy. Yeah. He's he's not doing radio like me. He's a little smarter than that. <laughs> And, and a lot of people think they look at what uh, he's going to look at your roster and he's going to pick your best. <laughs> but uh, but a lot of people look at from the outside look at Seattle and what they've done getting rid of players yeah. this year and they think that oh they're rebuilding they don't yeah. care about this year but yeah. but I bet you in Seattle they care about this. Oh, sure year. they do. You know? Sure they they care yeah. about they care about it and well, uh, to they a point feel like they yeah. can win especially in that division. I mean if you're paying a quarterback a hundred million dollars, then you're trying to win football exactly. games. Right. Yeah, right. you're not starting yeah. over. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, uh, here's a question in our last uh, four minutes here. This is a very young Cowboys team. It is. Is it too young? Boy. From a playoff contender standpoint. They've got three guys 30 or over, right? And one of them is a snapper Sean, and there's the other and one a kicker. kicker. And then Sean Lake. I don't think necessarily it is because you have experience in key spots on both sides of the ball. you still got that veteran offensive line on the offense. That, that leads, they were young. That they were things. young at one time when yeah. in Pro Bowls and all right. pros. Yeah, they're, they're right in their prime, health willing for Tyron Smith. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you still got Sean Lee, health willing. That coupled with you hope that these young DBs Marcus can grow. Lawrence too. Demarcus Lawrence as well. Yeah. I think they've got enough veterans to put this thing together. And I always go back to the offensive line. If you if Connor Williams stabilizes the left guard spot, they're going to do what they normally do. They're going to run the football, and if one of these, a couple of these receivers can 
show up. They're, they're, they can win football games the way they always have. Let me let me throw some <clears throat> Super Bowl winning or contending teams from the past at you. The 92 Cowboys, how many players did they have on their roster 30 or over? They were young. So, they were young. That's yeah, why I went straight to young. them. About five. You had five? I would say four. Four? Six. Ten. Ooh. And one was a long snapper. Hellestray was 30. Right. Bates was 31. Ray Horton, 32. Ike Holt was 30. Jeff Coat, 31. Newton mm. Nate was 31 in 92. Novacek was 30. Saxon, the punter, was 30. 2A was 32. And Robert Williams was 30. So how many uh, of those guys, though, were starters? Well, I mean, Jeff Coat was a significant player. But he, Nate he, was, he had already Nate, been. Ike Holt was, he was, he, he had, that was when Larry Brown came in that year. And so he was. Kevin a, Smith ended up taking his yeah, job. Right. Eventually that right. season. But, I mean, you had a mix of old and young. And by the, and, Bates and one, wasn't and a the other reason that I looked at that, Dak is 25, okay. Uh, what's Zeke, 22? 23 now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that year, Troy was 26, Michael was 26, and, and Emmett was 23. So, yeah. so your nucleus there. They were all this, about the same age as what right. this Right, so the key thing are. is, is age doesn't matter as long as you're good. Dirty Dozen in 75 had 10 players over the age of, of 30. They didn't win the Super Bowl that year, but that you know, everyone talks about that Dirty Dozen draft class. The 71 Cowboys Super Bowl team had 10 players 30 or over. All right, modern day. Eagles last year, 10 players 30 yeah. or over. Or actually, uh, this year, they have 10, 30 or over. Last year's Super Bowl team had 14 players 30 or over. Huh. See, though, if, if you're going to compare it to back from 92 backwards, there was no salary cap. Right. So you could keep those old right. guys. Keep those old exactly. guys, yeah. Right. And you didn't have to pay them right. a minimum and base I salary. And I haven't looked at New England, how many they've huh. got 30 or over, but they got a quarterback, bet, they got they, a quarterback they, they probably, turning 42 today. Yeah, probably pretty pretty. Uh, extensive or for 41 seven. today, I think. Uh, New England is—they—they they seem like a team yeah. that's always adding veteran players. That's right. Did, that's the, right. did the Redskins in '91 have like 30, uh, uh, 30 and uh, over? Uh, Redskins <laughs> have always been an old team. And George Allen's teams yeah. in the '70s, yeah, yeah. all yeah. all 50 uh, were. He didn't want any rookies. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. Ask all right. Nate and Babe. So <laughs> blue-white scrimmage on Sunday. Make sure if you're in the area to make it out here. It's free of charge, and there's fun for the whole family out here, and you can. Watch it also here on DallasCowboys.com. Let's go do some yoga. TXA 21 Please do it. Let's film it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The break is coming up next. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?